This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Housework. Labor Day. Already done and gone. We're now on the other side of summer looking towards and forward to fall in your home. The cooler temps. Man, I cannot wait to be out there when it's cooler. That is not today, folks. The whole new set of uh, maintenance items are coming up, too, for cooler weather. I cannot wait. So we look at a few of those things, and uh, every new homeowner should do after completing a sale also today. So join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you fellow folks doing today? <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I switched it to I, folks pretty quick. Yeah, I, knew, I knew he was going to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, so what have you guys got going on? So Pam, what did you, what fun, uh, character thing did you get into this week? Pam always seems to find some cartoon adventure to fall into once. What, what happened this week? Let me, uh, Jeff, let's tell me how much here, here you go. Here's a question. How much does a treated two by 12 by 10 weigh? Oh gosh! Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next question is: now, if two ma'am, ladies over fifty-five pick it up. Ma'am, <laughs> do you do you have any idea the last time I picked up a two by twelve, much less treated? Treated? It's been a minute, hadn't it? <laughs> it's heavy. Wow! And yet, and yes, can two ladies over fifty-five pick it up? Absolutely. No well, we did. We picked up, I guess we put in place, I, we started that deck. And I drove up to Little Rock, and the temperature up there was not the same as it was here. That cold Probably front. real nice. Oh, my goodness. It was in the 70s, high 70s, and oh, just God. a beautiful blue sky. And we worked our little fannies off. We, hey. we <laughs> just got that thing. And... How do you, uh, it was so much fun getting that thing square. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no such thing as square. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, okay, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, okay, square is, uh, it, it, it's, it is a lot like what it sounds. It's when you're trying to get an angle, let's say, take your door frame, uh, which, by the way, there's never been a square door frame in the history of door frames, but that you are you're always trying to get things square and everybody measures off three different times and you come back a week later and it just doesn't look right to you as so you're always trying to get those 90 degree angles square perfectly and square it just you know and even because nothing worse than getting your framing up for your deck and it ain't square no yep. if it's not square the boards are going to be all warpy and weird and so yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a mess. So we spent quite a bit of time measuring on all of that, but that's what I did over the weekend. We got it all framed up and then I'm going back up in a couple of weeks and we've got, 
I don't know, six or seven ladies coming and it's an all lady build and we'll finish that thing out and then uh, sit around and have some beverages. Good for you. Good for you. Now, Jeff, unless you've got something great on the docket, let me tell you, uh, Pam worked harder than both of us this weekend, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, now let's don't, let's don't jump to conclusions. Okay. Okay. I spent the entire long weekend, in fact, added one more day to it, down on the Mississippi, Louisiana Gulf Coast. Uh, doing? I was working and working hard. I was looking for and found the next Salmon's boat. Man, you know what? I hope you got a lot of extra water. And you ate, you know, early in the morning, and you got up and exercised a little bit before you got to that, because that was going to be a rough day shopping for a boat. Hey, it, listen, it is rough. Right, understand. I'm you. <laughs> All right, uh, if 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 uh, okay, I did this thing this weekend, and it looks as though it is completely out of boredom. I put it on my Facebook, but okay. So picture this: it's a hot day, but I'm under an umbrella on my back deck. Okay, beautiful day, sun's out, you know, kids in the pool kind of thing. And I look over and on the wall of my home, okay, the power comes into my home uh, from the ground. It's not overhead, comes underground. So, but then you have this thing, this pole that comes from the bottom up to a box on the side of your home. And I looked over there and I guess I just hadn't thought to look at that thing in 30 years. But anyway, it's been there for that long, and no one else has looked at it for 30 years. And it didn't occur to me that it's absolutely hideous. So believe it or not, I thought, you know what, maybe I should paint it. And then I didn't know if I could paint it. I was like, I don't even know if that's mine. Does that belong to the power company or what? Anyway, so believe it or not, I got on the phone, called my power company. It went through three people before they got to a supervisor who just did a, you know, kind of an on-the-fly call, and he said, I think that's your box, man. You can paint it however you want to. So That is definitely your box. Yeah, so I painted the box and the the little tube and everything else and and made everything nice and shiny. But it was, you know, before that, it it never occurred to me to paint this thing that was such a utility to make it more pleasant, you know, when I was out on the deck. Anyway, kind of a silly little project, but, you know, just something – I decided to do about a border. Well, Jason, as long as you didn't paint it closed, you're okay. I did not. <laughs> I took time out of my busy schedule, and I actually saw that, and I thought you had replaced it. It looked great. Yeah. Oh, you did see it. Yeah. No, I didn't replace it. It just—it was just a paint job, literally a, a you know can of spray paint. Uh, now, I, you know, I mean, I taped it up and did all that other stuff to make it look pretty. But at the same, you know, at the same time, it was a 20-minute project, you know. But, oh, yeah, man. It, it it looked good. It really did. Okay. Well, anyway, that's what I got into. If you got some sort of project that you got into this weekend, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, I was out last week, but Java came in, filled in, and uh, had Kim Jin on from uh, Mississippi Housing Institute. I hate I missed her. We always have such a good time when I'm at uh, either the home shows or she's been on the show before, so I hate I missed her. But, uh, Jeff, uh, last week you mentioned the new homeowner's manual from Mississippi Housing Institute, and that is such a really cool idea. 
as as you've mentioned and everybody's mentioned a hundred times, you know, you have uh, manuals for every single thing you buy. As a matter of fact, I bought a Bluetooth the other day that the manual is in Chinese. But you know. anyway, everything comes with a manual except for your house. And this was just a really great idea. Um, and you get a manual for anything you buy. Except your home, and this one you can do. In the next segment, we're going to share some things a new homeowner can do according to Family Handyman. I love this service. If you've never gone to FamilyHandyman.com, it gives you a lot of uh, projects that you can work on and videos of how to do those things. But if you've not checked it out recently, you really should watch some of Pam's videos. Um <laughs> Pam, Pam you just does, want to get a good laugh. <laughs> if you want to see how something is done uh, uh, on YouTube in a very festive way, Pam has. <laughs> Pam, tell us about the videos that you make. Well, when I'm doing crazy things around my house, I just think it's fun to kind of let folks know how to do it. So um, we have videos on how to turn the gas off at your gas meter because I think mm-hmm. that's important. Uh, we have some videos on how to replace a doorknob. We have videos. Oh, Jeff. We have a video on the correct installation of gutters. And you and I differ on what we think we, is correct on that. Yes. <laughs> um, and actually, I did a home inspection yesterday on a house. I'm on the radio. put that gutter on top of that furring strip and it was nice and sagging and uh, pulling away from the fascia. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because when you put a nail through a two-inch furring strip, it doesn't come out really nice. So, um, anyway, anyway, but those are some of the videos that we did. And how do I get to those videos, Pam, real quick? You can just go to YouTube and put in Inspect It Like a Girl and they should pop right up. We've got a YouTube channel. Very, very cool. Okay, I've got an email here right before we go to break. You guys ready? I heard in a recent show, Jeff, this is coming your way, heard in a recent show on which flashing lights in the attic for detracting critters was mentioned. Could you give a brand name and where to buy them? Thank you. Jeff? All right, I think we might Okay, no, no, I'm sorry. I I was asleep at the wheel. That's all right. I'm I'm back. (laughs) So what what um what was the name of those uh, flashing lights in the attic? Oh, um, gosh, we we installed some more yesterday. Oh, um, well, we'll give that a minute. You think about it. Yeah, also, yeah. Uh, Jane mentioned she needs a chimney inspection for a chimney that has not been used in years. What what kind of person would you um? suggest for someone going to she said i need a chimney inspection for a chimney that has not been used in years she did not say if this was brick or 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 what it was but who should she speak to first if she wants to open this chimney again or this fireplace again i'd call a chimney sweep yep yep Uh, or or um pam a home inspector that has a camera um and throw the camera down there to look at the flu. Right. Um, but, but yeah, either way. Okay. And we've had a uh, chimney sweep on the show. We've had a couple of chimney sweeps on the show. And, you know, we'll probably do that again as it gets cooler here on it, on Fix It 101. So be looking for that. You know, we're going to take our first break of the hour. Time for our takes first. Wow. 
I am not using my mouth properly. When we return, we will share some of the top things every new homeowner should do while setting into their new residence. Also, stay tuned. Join the conversation and give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, host of AutoCorrect. If you're enjoying this podcast, try my podcast, AutoCorrect. We help steer you in the right direction with your car problems. Find me on any podcast platform or at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's go to Janet on the road right now. She's got a blinking strobe light issue is that is that what i'm reading right janet what's going on no no i got, <laughs> I got the strobe light for my attic oh to get rid of the critter. yeah what kind is it can i say it yeah sure go for it okay evictor evictor yes okay that's, evictor that's that's the one that i found okay. i tried to email and i didn't have the email right a couple of weeks, I heard uh, y'all talk about the strobe light. Yeah. And I just Googled and found this one, and it had a really good review. Uh, the second night, I didn't hear anything in the attic. Are you serious? I'm serious. That fast? That fast. Interesting. Okay, well, that's a really good testimonial. I appreciate it. Just thought somebody else would like to know, because I had a raccoon and if you don't know, uh, before the break, we were speaking about someone uh, sent an email in and wanted to know about a kind of a light effect thing that you could install uh, right. in your attic, right. which scared away critters. That and, was it. Right. Jeff I used heard, it for his home. I, that's, I heard Jeff talk about it one day, and I... I just Googled and found that. So hopefully that'll help the next person. Very cool. Thank you, Janet. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So a recent study revealed that 44% of first-time home buyers felt nervous during the entire process. I'm surprised it's that low, to be honest with you. I've bought many houses in my life, and it's always nerve-wracking. But uh, after the process is over, there are a few suggestions that every new homeowner should consider. And this is courtesy of Family Handyman. I love this. By the way, number's 877-MPB-RING. Okay. And just as Pam mentioned earlier in the show, first, locate the gas and water shutoff valves. Okay? That's just as a new homeowner, just go ahead and find where that is and, you know, mark it on the wall or something. Whatever. Whatever you're going to Make sure your inspector tells you. Where the, where the shutoff <laughs> valves are. Yeah, you know what? I mean... Really? Come well, on. Well, Pam, let's be really honest here, and and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be way clear here with this. And like I said, I've had a lot of inspections on the homes I've bought over the years, 
and I am not good about reading the entire inspection report because <gasps> you guys can get wordy. <laughs> Well, this is read the summary. Like right, a girl. We take a lot of pictures. Oh, I like <laughs> pictures. Pictures are fun. <laughs> yeah, our reports are pretty, and there are a lot of photos with arrows. And so we put a photo, <laughs> for just for you, Jason, right. we put a photo with an arrow that shows right where to turn that gas off. And in the report, we reference our video. <laughs> See, I'm the guy in the late night diner that needs to point at the burger on the wall. I don't want to say That's it. Right. You know, hey, hey, Pam, the the builder slang that 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 we that we call when y'all use all that paper. It's the more sheets you use, the more y'all can charge. Well, who uses paper? <laughs> I haven't printed a report in ten years. Oh, I no, I get the printed ones. Trust me. Really? It's called the it's called the internet. It's amazing. Yeah. It saves all kinds of. Tra- <laughs> right. Okay. All I'm right. just, hey, I'm just picking now. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's funny because as a person who's done this before, I'm seeing this list before I'm saying it. I'm kind of laughing before I'm trying to get it on the air here. But okay, I'm going to the second one because I can see the hilarity in in this. File your home and mortgage documents. Somewhere where you know those will be and that you can find them. I remember looking for a mortgage document when I went to go uh, refi one time about 20 years ago. And that mortgage document was about fourth back in the fourth cabinet. And, you know, it was just, it was forever to find. So there you go. Pam uh, just just picked up and showed me on her Skype channel a big book that holds all of her. Uh, I guess, is that your home manual? This is the whole man. I got every paint color for the past 25 years. No way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'm a girl. Right. And I've got it filed. I got all these tabs. It's it's awesome. And That's if you ridiculous. need a diagram of the floors, I got it. No way. Okay. Oh, hey, yeah. hey, so I know exactly sick. where you to know go. It. <laughs> You're too organized, Pam. Right. <laughs> All right. It's um, just, yes, but you need those documents. You need to know where to find them. Well, you got to be able to you put know. your hands on them, yeah. yeah. So uh, another thing, and this is uh, a lot of people think of this, but they do it a little later in the stage. But it's a good first-day project, and that is a new homeowner should change the locks. Um, good I, idea. I mean, just, you know, for me, that's a first-day project. That's just something you do. Um, because you don't know the previous owner, uh, that could have gone through a couple of generations. It couple, you know, a couple of different cousins can have keys. So, you know, it's time to go ahead and update the locks when you first buy one. Can't you take those locks out and take them to like a hardware store? You have and them rekeyed. Yeah, yeah. If you've got, if you've got locks that you really like and doorknobs that you really like, you can take those out, take them to the store and they can rekey those. It's not a big deal. It's, it's, it's not even truly really expensive, but, uh, but you can keep the look of the original handles and doors if you get them rekeyed. But either way, you should. 
if you first get a home. 877-MPB-RING is the number, 877-672-7464, or fixit101 at mpbonline.org. In just a second, we got another got another uh, email here from Sandy. On, on your show over about two months ago, Pam mentioned a paint that really covers well, but she did not uh, know the name of it at the time. Uh, can you p- please provide the name of that brand that she thinks really covers well? Do you remember what that was? Get your book out, Pam, and let us know. I'm what pulling that- out my book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to Sandy, we'll let you know in just a moment when she finds yeah. that on her computer, her 1974 computer. Yeah. All right. No. So give uh, me a minute. I'll I'll find it. Give me just a sec. Now there's something on this list, and it says. A new homeowner should review the circuit breaker panel. I want to. I want to uh, caution on that first about what review might mean. Review means looking in in a new homeowner's case. <laughs> it doesn't mean touching anything in that panel. Um, but do take a look at it. I, you know, I'm assuming if you've bought the house, you've already had an inspector tell you exactly what that panel's about. I, I will say a, a uh, inspector is that's really where the rubber meets the road is on the electrical system with an inspector. It, it, electrical and plumbing are the reason why inspectors exist as far as I'm concerned, because those are the two things that are going to take your house down. But uh, hey, Jackson, yes, I found this. It's called Aura. A-U-R-A, semi-gloss. Aura, semi-gloss. Is that a brand, Aura? Or is it that must a... be. I got it at Seabrook. But that's the paint that I use all the time is the Aura semi-gloss. And it goes on like glass. I mean, it's just amazing how easy it is to trim and paint with it. Okay. And it gives a good, real good coat. Now, it's expensive. Right. But it'll give you a real good coat. And you don't have to paint five times. Right. Okay. Um, all right, let's go to the phone. Mike is on the line in Cordova, Tennessee, and uh, wants to buy a house out of state. What's going on, Mike? Hey, I'm uh, considering uh, buying a house out of state, and uh, the houses that I've looked at in the area that I want to go, a lot of them are still on uh, septic tank and well water. Uh-huh. Uh, they're considerably less expensive than the other ones that are hooked up to the uh, city services. I just wanted to know what the, your opinion of owning a house with uh, well water and uh, septic tank, uh, pluses or minuses. Okay. Um, well, the uh, you know what? Let's start with Jeff on that, only because he's he's had the situations in, in different ways. Jeff? Well, you know, I had septic. I had a septic tank on my um, house in the country. Um, I would rather not uh, have it, but I didn't have city sewer. So uh, it, it was a necessary evil. Now, there if you do some simple maintenance items to your septic tank, it, th- th- those things are going to last forever. So... Um, and you, you know my feelings on um, on a garbage disposal. I do not believe in them. So if I'm if I'm on a septic, I'm definitely getting rid of a garbage disposal if I have it. Okay. All right. And what about well water? I've never had a home with with well water. That I'm not qualified to comment on that. 
I'm going to have to ask if there's a pig in the car, in Mike's yeah, car. Yeah, just plain old, plain old uh, thinking, um, Jason. Yeah. If I'm on well water, I want that. Uh, I want that well water to be tested on a pure periodic basis. Would be my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Uh, Mike, does that help you at all? If, uh, let's see, is there, is there another? I know, uh, I know that a lot, uh, in the particular area that I'm looking at, a lot of the, uh, the houses are going to be, uh, um, they're going to have to hook up to the city services and, uh, there are still some out there that, say that, you know, uh, they're on steps to take a well water and everything, and uh, a new buyer will have to pay the uh, hookup charges and stuff like that, which are pretty substantial, but the uh, the houses are at, you know, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 less than houses that are not hooked up, so I guess that makes sense. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, thanks, Mike. We really appreciate it. If there's something else you need to know about that, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. And if you've got something you're working on, please give us a call, 877-672-7464. It's time for us to take our next break for the hour. When we return, we're going to share some uh, tips for your next remodel. But we're going to get back to this list because it's just awesome of things you should do when you buy a new home. So there we go. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHI Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. Weeks ago, we passed the 100,000 uh, download mark for Fix It 101, and we're chugging ahead. I checked a little bit earlier. We're doing great. So keep on downloading. Let's go to the phone. Ebony is on the line in Jackson. Hi, Ebony. What's going on? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my facial board replaced. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to see is the cost of it to get replaced, and should I get multiple quotes? Um, the cost of the material or the cost of the job? The cost of the job. Okay. Uh, Jeff? Well, are we replacing all of it? Do we just have some? Tell me a little bit more about it. Uh, replacing, it got, you know, cracks in it. Um, I'm, I'm getting the roof replaced uh, right after. Uh, the overhang, they didn't, the last roofer, didn't do the overhang correctly, so the water kind of fell on the fascia board. So you have spots I, where the fascia board has rotted out on the corners. Okay. So, okay. And I'm, I'm okay. trying to replace it on the front and the back. How how big is your house? Uh, about 2,000 square feet. 
Okay. All right. 2,000 square feet. Um, you know, to replace all of that, if, and I'm just doing one by two and fascia. I'm not getting into my uh, soffit portion of it, just the fascia and the one by two. I, you're probably going to spend $2,500. And, 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 you know, again, that's a, that's a right off of the cuff, okay? Is that contractor or is that him doing it? That's, that's contractor. Okay, okay. Can I ask a question, Jeff, whenever you say, do does anybody around here, instead of putting up that furring strip, just use a, me, a metal drip edge? I, I think a metal drip edge should be on all of them. Um, yeah. yeah. Boy, I don't see it. But I know. Do you need that furring strip if you use the metal drip edge? Um, you know, I, I'm a believer in the one by two. Pam, because I want to hang my gutter on that one by two. Uh, we hang, and we stop there. And we're back. Right. <laughs> we come back to gutters. <laughs> Ebony, did that help you out at all? Yeah, yeah, that, that helps out a lot. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. You appreciate it. All right. We're on our way. Bert is on the line in Ridgeland. What's going on, Bert? Two questions. You can answer them in the order you, you uh, prefer. Jeff, what's your hang-up with a disposal? <laughs> and secondly, did y'all figure out if there was a pig in that guy's background? I don't know. <laughs> I swear I thought there was. And I, I think kept so. thinking during the call, is he running over the little thing on the side of the road? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I think it was in the back seat. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Jeff, go with uh, disposals. Okay. Well, look, we've got a plumbing system and in my opinion, is not designed to start shoving everything we can find down that kitchen sink and grind it up and send it through the plumbing system. I just, I just don't think it's a good idea. Um, I, I think it's a better idea if you, if you can do a compost in your yard. Everybody can use that, and then plant your tomatoes in. I mean, it's. It, it, it's great fertilizer for the soil. Uh, it's not good fertilizer for your plumbing system. Plain, well, plain it, and it, it, the compost may be great fertilizer for the soil, but my wife does not care for the uh, uh, varmint buffet. Right. Now, okay. Um, no, I get it. Now, I don't put grease or bones in the disposal, but essentially organic matter, vegetables, fruits, bread, well, you know what? It's funny, uh, Bert. I did. I, I I never knew the limits of a uh, of of a garbage disposal until I put a rice dish in there, and you find Ooh, out yeah. you find out real quick. Plumbing and rice never, never mix. Never. That's right. And it blew well, it blew can, my pipes out. Yeah, there's stuff you can do to to make sure those blood. I mean, putting ice down in them or you know, you can cut a lemon up and put down in there just to keep it. You know, I just bought one for a friend. We're going to install it. I think if correct use, it's okay. But my exception is, and let's go back to our previous caller, you better not have a disposal system if you're on septic. On septic, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Does that help you out, Bert? Uh, well, 
Aquarium Mind still want to know about the pig, but thanks for the disposal. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Angela's on the line in uh, Meridian. What's going on, Angela? Hi. Um, we uh, moved into a new house when we moved here last year. Mm-hmm. And every time I move into a new house, I usually have to redo the grout around the tub shower because it's got mold in it. Mm-hmm. Well, the shower in our master bath is all tile straight down to the floor, and so they grouted. Instead of caulking it, the grout is, you know, on the bottom of tile meeting the shower floor. And I got mold growing on there, and I don't – I've tried everything, and I don't know how to get rid of it. Do I scrape all the grout out? Well, hang on. Let's uh, let's let's start a little further back than that. Okay. <laughs> um, so you, you, you've got a mold problem. Yeah. Okay. It was I, here when we moved in. Okay, and is this in? Uh, did you say it's in a restroom? Yeah, master in shower. Master shower. How old is this home? Uh, it was built in two thousand seven. Hmm. Okay. So, and we're the well, second owners. Yeah. It. You might. Does. Is there an odor? No. Well. If I get lazy and don't stay on top of it, you know, my son will, one time walked in and said, why does it smell like a cheap hotel in here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because this is the shower. Right. Um, but, you know, if it I stay on top be, of it, there's no odor. What I'm thinking is going on, and Jeff, you can jump in here, too. There's, it could be that that tile pan at the base is holding water, hmm. that it's not draining correctly. And that would go back to the drain, and inside that drain are weep holes. And fancy soap will cause those weep holes. <laughs> the more expensive the soap, the bigger the clog. Right. And it will cause, um, and I can't remember, what's the white fuzzy, what's that stuff called, Jeff? Uh, white fuzzy? The white, well, <laughs> towel? It, it's, it's a residue <laughs> that that soap will cause in the Gun? grout. And it will keep that shower from draining correctly. So you've literally got to get in there and clean the weep holes in the drain so that it will drain better. Well, that's what it's, uh, I was going to, Pam, I think you're right on, because where I was going by asking the questions were not um, how she should refresh the grout. The problem is that the grout is getting moldy. Uh, and yeah, that, it sounds like it's holding water. It yeah. sounds like that pan underneath the tile is holding too much water. Yeah, and if you'll if right. you'll deal with that, then then in other words, you can route out that grout all day long if you want. But right. if you don't deal with whatever's putting it there, it's just going to come back. You know? Right. So okay, we pull. So what? I have to take out the bottom of my the floor of my shower. Oh no, heavens no, no. Okay. What I would do. <laughs> It's just Google weep holes in a okay. shower drain. Okay. And it will give you a diagram on that. And believe it or not, because I just dealt with a client who, who had a very similar problem, you can solve this with some muriatic acid and a coat hanger. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're not going to build a bomb, but you're going to right. use that to clean that residue away. I just had to do that on my shower, and it works like a charm. Okay. Well, you know, usually the problem, like I said, when it's caulk is because they did the caulk wasn't um, flush enough, and so the water's sitting, you know, there and not draining away. So I'm an expert caulker, believe me. But I was like, what do I do about this grout? So 
So I checked the weep holes, get that all clean out. My husband did, like, remove the hugest clog of hair you ever saw. Um, so, okay, I'll give that a try and see how that goes. That's good. All right. Yeah. When you get that bottle of muriatic acid, please, please, please read the instructions on that because you can really cause some damage to yourself and surrounding areas. So yes, yes. just be very careful with the uh, instructions on that. Okay. And as far as the grout goes, just like... That should, if that cleans it up, you should be okay. Right. It'll be okay. drain and right, and then normal cleaning the grout should... What I mean, Jeff may have another suggestion on that. Okay. Um, I'm thinking, hang on just a second. He's He's indisposed at the moment, but... Uh, I think you're oh, right sorry. on target. No, you no can. I had my mic off. I'm sitting oh, okay. there talking. Nobody's listening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the pig. Welcome to live radio, folks. It's the pig in the back seat. It's right. the pig in the back seat. So, and hey, I'm, I'm going to confess. It's actually my pig. He's in here. Oh, okay. But anyway. I got you. No, no. Um, I, I, I like everything that you said, Pam. I, I will add one thing. There is a drain cleaner. It's called Fire. Um, that's just another alternative. So, Fire, F-I-R-E? Yes. Yeah. You're yes, going to want a 30-foot pole to use this stuff. Okay. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay. Well, thank now, you very much, Angelina. Um, is that cool? Does that work for you? going to call. I'm sorry, the plumbers are going to call and say, Jeff, don't ever put that stuff down your pipes, blah, blah, blah. Here's the reason. When they have to come work on it and you just put a bunch of uh, neuratic acid or fire in there and they get that on them, it's going to burn them. So let them know that you did that after you put the the muratic or the fire in there and it cleans the, clears the clog. That's gone. It's not just sitting around your system anymore. Okay, so after the water is running, it's gone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Angelina. I hope that helps. And I, I really enjoy the show. Since I moved here, I listen to you guys quite a bit. And um, great, thank you. Tell my husband, and he, I was like, I heard it on that show. Of course, he never, you know, he. <laughs> Thinks he knows it all. So right. Hey, look, uh, is sneakily put our don't podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry, no, we don't know it all. Jeff knows it all. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right thanks. thanks, Angelina. Let's move it on. We've got a uh, Mikey on the line in Mobile. What's going on, Mikey? Uh oh, garbage disposal. Yeah, uh, Jeff's favorite, but and it, since he just owned up to, uh, to owning the pig, you know, it's like um, I have to revise my comment here a little bit. Um, now, first of all, let me say thank MPB for the wonderfully informative programs, and we might want to check with Dr. Troy on creature comfort tomorrow before right. I make his comment. But if, if it, whether, let's hope that Jeff has the pig because he's got a septic tank. And That's um, true. If, if, if the other guy, you know, has a pig, then, then that answers his problem, too, right? That's true. Ladies and gentlemen, this show has completely derailed from the tracks. Thanks, Mikey. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Tommy. No, 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 no. Let's not do that yet. Oh, 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 okay. I've got an email here. You guys ready? 
I lived in Jackson about 20 years ago, and Fondren and Bellhaven had a reputation of bad foundation problems due to Yazoo Clay. I have a young friend who plans to move to Jackson when she graduates from state next spring. She has talked to a realtor who just uh, who suggested those two areas because the houses are cheaper. I wondered if foundation problems are still a problem in those areas. Uh, <laughs> I only giggled a little bit, but I'll let the person who lives there tell the story. The home inspector. Go for it. Well, I don't live down there. I got an inspector who lives down oh, there. Okay. Yes, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the the foundation problems in that area of of the city of Jackson are are legendary. So. Oh yeah, it's just amazing, and we've got a we're working on a couple of them right now. We do some consulting services around. Whenever folks get work done, we'll come in and actually inspect the work before they pay that last check. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to drill down to magma in Fondren to get anything, you know, oh, until yeah. you're straight. Well, so. and you know, if it's been worked on, the big deal is water. You got to get the water away from the house, right? And water will cause foundation problems. So if you're going to get foundation work done, which a lot of those houses down there have had work done on them, now I will say this. There are also some that are awesome. Oh, yeah. I've got a client over there right in Fondren, and it is a solid, poured concrete, raised concrete. It's like a cave under that house. Well, and that's another and thing. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> well, that's another thing. You can also look at some of the homes down there and see if they've already had foundation repair and that repair was warranted. It, you know, it might just be a, a, an okay thing to do. So, and it's a hot market. I mean, those houses are selling like crazy down there. So I right. can understand the realtor kind of pointing them down there. All right. Let's uh, quickly, uh, we need to go to break real quick. Nah, let's go to Tommy and Kosciuszko. He's got suggestions for cleaning mold and the wheat pole. Go for it, Tommy. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, this, this lady that called about the mold and her wheat pole, uh, this, if she's got an exhaust fan in her bathroom that goes to the outside, you can do what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Get some outdoor Clorox. Put it in a thing that you can spray the entire shower with, uh-huh. the, the top and the sides, and plenty around the drain itself. And then let it set a while. Then rinse it off real well with cold water. Uh-huh. And, and just and watch it drain, and then do it again. After you, after you get it, and it will kill the mold. Regular Clorox doesn't do anything to mold except just makes it clear. But if you use outdoor Clorox, you'll never have another problem. I had no idea there was different outdoor and indoor Clorox. Yes, huh. uh, I guess Clorox is used mainly for mold. Uh, I have a. a mold remediation license in louisiana oh okay and, and uh that's one of the main ingredients that they they taught us how to do it so anyway it works but you gotta have an exhaust fan you don't want to be in there breathing this residue from the uh the clorox itself and you can't buy right. this clorox anywhere you can get it some of these bigger stores, but uh, you can't get it at a grocery store. Right. Okay. Well, good to know. Good to know. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Tommy. 
All right, let's keep on moving. Uh, Anna is on the line in Jackson. There's a group uh, that helps build wheelchair ramps. Uh, you know, uh, Jeff, you've done a lot of work in this area. Anna, are you there? Yes. So what is your question? Well, I was just checking to see who it is that does that. I, you know, somebody that... Um, who builds wheelchair and, ramps? Right. Yeah, really can't afford to do it for themselves and... Right. So who does that? Well, um, you know, just about any contractor, as long as they know and use the regulations and guidelines. Jeff, do you want to speak to that? Yeah, I mean, there's several ways you can go. We if if our ramps are under cover, like I'm coming out of my back door and it's covered and I'm trying to get on my my deck, I'll, I'll build one out of treated lumber. I have no issue with that. If I'm building a ramp that's going to be out in the weather full time i like to order there's a company out of tennessee they and they they design the ramp and it's made out of aluminum so oh wow that that they they last forever so it just depends on the application this is definitely something that you want to look into. This is definitely the, something that, as far as contracting goes, you want to be very specific. You want to uh, do your homework looking for the right contractor that knows these regulations. If, you know, you really want the regulations on this. This is a big deal. You're, you're- that, that's right. And, it, and it's real simple. Now, this is a simply a rule of thumb. There are actually no residential guidelines okay ada does not apply to residential no but the rule of thumb if i'm dropping nine inches let's say i've got a nine inch drop from where i'm going out of the house to my yard we'll say i want to drop one inch for every foot that i go horizontal nine inches i'm nine feet out Real simple. After I get 30 feet, I want a flat rest spot that is a five by five. Hmm. For instance, I'm coming out of my house. Oh, man, I forgot something. The ramp's 50 feet long. Shoot, I can't turn around. I've got to go all the way to the end. No, every 30 feet, I want a five-foot rest stop. Turn around, I go back in. So... That's Just fantastic. Uh, okay. I, I will say you can, uh, Anna, you can check. There's a website, msboc.us. That's the Mississippi State Board of Contractors.us. And uh, go there. Make sure this contractor that you do on this one is, is somebody on the up and up with all the licensing and insurance and bonding and everything they need, certifications that they need to get this right. Because just about anybody, any deck builder will come out there and try to attempt to make a, a, a ramp. But that's not necessarily what you want on your house, you know? Right. So, uh, especially not for this. You know, a deck is for entertainment. This is, this is your life in and out. So, um well, yeah. and I think she was asking too if there are any organizations if someone's not a uh, if they can't afford a contractor. Uh-huh. I would try this to be Department of Rehabilitation Services to Ooh. see if there are any programs out there. Yes, Mississippi Department of Rehabil- Rehabilitative Services, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was looking yeah, on and- the website, and they've got some programs and probably something in there that would help offset the cost of hey, having to put a ramp in. What's that uh, website, Pam? It is. It says mdrs.ms.gov. So it's Mississippi Rehabilitation Services. So mdrs.ms.gov. Yeah, we're going to put a link on the podcast for that. So make sure you check it out. If you didn't get that, go to the podcast. Java will put it there for you. Got it. Thank you. Thanks, Anna. I hope that helps out. And uh, and and if yeah. if, uh, if you need anything else in that instance, please give us a call. Um, number calls eight seven seven MPB ring. But no, we're going to go. Uh, we were talking in the beginning of the show about some of the things that uh, that you could do for a new homeowner. Folks, if you if you come across a new homeowner, if if you're a person who meets say someone earlier in their life, earlier in the in the in the in the struggle, buy them a a a home tool kit, a, a small starter home tool kit of some sort. Um, so many times I've seen new people have um, homes. And trying to fix things with butter knives and and all kinds of, you know, and all that does is make people get cut and hurt and things like that. So getting a toolkit for someone, a a first homeowner toolkit is a really neat thing. Uh, Also, here's a big thing, and you can do it with your favorite show, Fix It 101. Compile a list of trusted contractors. You hear a lot of us talking all the time about where to find contractors that are licensed and everything else. Well, that's a big deal. Start your list now. Also, check the fire alarms. When you buy a new house, go ahead and replace all batteries, everything else that's in there. It doesn't matter how long it's been there. You have no idea. So you go ahead and just replace all that stuff as soon as you go in. Uh, Check the water heater, folks. This is something that uh, the water heater is the thing that's hiding in your home that is not seen a lot. Uh, so you might not know the condition. Uh, the inspector, of course, will have it. And if you read the report, you'll see that. But you've got to read the report. <laughs> look at the picture. Just look at look the pictures. Look at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pam. Appreciate the pictures. Hey, let, me, let me add one thing to that list. Go for it. Quick. Um, air filter. Oh, yes. Air filter for the Every air. Every 30 days. Every 30 days. Good. Thank you. All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons, and Jason Klein, stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.